morning. It's a beautiful Sunday in the old Pueblo. You're listening to KTDT Tucson. I want to thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored rock and roll radio station. On this week's show, we've got Kim Adair, the executive director for the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. And we're going to talk about the new sponsor, the somewhat and fairly new conference alignment, and how this bowl game impacts our communities, and most importantly, what it does for our local nonprofit organizations. Today is October 3rd. That means we're into the fall weather, my friends. My name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core. We shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From A Mountain to U Arizona and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM, streaming on downtownradio.org. And if you're tech savvy, even if you're not that tech savvy, because I can do it, you can get our very own app on your iPhone or Android. And you just look for the Downtown Radio Tucson app in the store, and uh, you'll have us where you go. On the show, if you want to reach out to us, our email address is contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. Our podcast is available just about anywhere you can find podcasts. You can interact with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and uh, we have a website, lifealongthestreetcar.org, with all of our past shows. And... Um, if you're lazy, again, like me, you can simply ask your smart speaker to play Life Along the Streetcar podcast. Well, the show, I'm excited, is uh, taking on a little bit bigger audience. We've been, for the first few years, I think we were predominantly talking to folks that lived in and around Tucson. And now we're starting to see more folks listening to the show that are coming from other areas, might be new to Tucson or exploring Tucson or thinking about coming or exploring Tucson. And uh, that means that some of the stories that we have covered over the years, we get to revisit with a fresh perspective. One we talk about every year, except for 2020, is the All Souls Procession that happens in our downtown core the Dia de los Muertos, the big event. And if you are not from Tucson, um, I highly encourage you to explore the Dia de los Muertos festival uh, each uh, and every year. This year, they just announced it will be back after COVID. Uh, the organization that puts it on is called Many Mouths, One Stomach. We did a show to explain why they put this on, but they did announce that November 5th through 7th is going to be the uh, festival, and it will culminate, of course, with the the parade that will happen on that uh, Sunday evening, and I'm very interested to see, this is probably that, the first event that I will attend that is truly going to be, I think, transformed in some way by COVID because we traditionally wear masks at uh this event, and we'll see what happens uh, with uh, the advent of the new mask uh, that we've been wearing for COVID. <clears throat> but I'm excited to share our next story as well, because this is also a follow-up, but one we did way back at the very beginning in 2017. At that time, Kim Adair was a board member of the uh, Arizona Bowl, 
and she came on the show to talk about its impact in our community and how much they did for nonprofits. Uh, in 2017, they had just launched. I think that was their second year. Well, as we roll into 2021, they have a new headline sponsor, Barstool Sports, and they are back in action with live games this year. And the game will again be held on New Year's Eve with a big festival following for the celebration that evening. Had a chance to revisit with Kim after all these years, sat down with her and talked about many things, including the new sponsors and uh, the impact to our community and our nonprofits. I'm kind of excited. Uh, We've got Kim Adair here with the uh, Barstool's uh, Arizona Bowl and Kim, you and I go way back. We've got we've got a history, and we talked about this bowl game in 2017. Seems like a long time ago, and at that time, you were just simply a, a board member of this effort. But uh, your role has changed a little bit. What what are you doing these days for uh, for this football game? Oh well, Tom, it's so great to catch up with you. It has been a little while since the last time we talked, and. I'm very excited. About three and a half years ago, I joined um, the the Arizona Bowl as their executive director. And uh, since then, we've been working really hard to grow this community organization uh, and continue to give, you know, all of our net proceeds back to charity and really make a positive impact on the community. And so um, that's what I've been up to. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Just trying to better our community. So this... um, that mission has been there since the beginning, hasn't it? That it, that the proceeds, that the the profits from this are are that was part of the reason why this whole bowl game kind of took off, wasn't it? To get back to our our charitable organizations in Tucson. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we we wanted to do a couple of things for this community. We had lost so many things at that point. You know, spring training left, and you know, we wanted to give back to the community in a meaningful way and bring back some things that we had lost in the past. And we had lost a bowl game in the past. And so our founders, you know, really took it personally and wanted to try to bring another bowl game back to Southern Arizona. Um, and so, you know, they, they did that. And as part of that community impact, it's the economic impact that this game drives uh, the visibility that this game gives to Southern Arizona and the visitors that come here because of the game and that last week of December. And then also, you know, one of our primary factors was committing to give a hundred percent of our net proceeds off to charity. And, um, and we, you know, make a lot of our decisions through that lens um, because we could easily make other decisions that would impact our bowl game, but that would not allow us to create revenue in the same way we create revenue now for charities. And so it's always at the forefront of our decision-making and um, it's one of our core values, and we're very excited to be able to continue to do that and probably do that in a more significant way than we've ever done that in the past because of our new partnership with Barstool Sports. And, so we're very excited about that. And, and so, I mean, that's a pretty big achievement to say you're going to take it to a different level because this has been going on since the, the first game, forgive me, was 2015, 2016? Right. Yes, 2015. 2015. So uh, you were heading into um, – you know, you're, you're getting into that territory where you've got a lot of things figured out and uh, to take it to a different levels is pretty exciting. And who plays in this bowl game? Is it uh, uh, what are the conferences? Are they still the same alignments? We made a we made a shift in our conference alignment um, uh, last year. And so we are currently 
currently with the Mountain West. We, we continue to be with the Mountain West. We've been with them since day one. They actually are one of our founding partners and we're very, very um, close, uh, have a close partnership with the Mountain West. And then um, our new partner starting last year is, is the Mid-American Conference, the MAP Conference out of the Midwest. And uh, that was significant for us and very exciting for us because it um, opens up a whole new uh, group of people to watch our games. But also, you know, when you're in Ohio or New York or uh, Illinois um, and it's New Year's Eve and it's about, you know, 12 degrees, coming to southern Arizona on New Year's Eve where it's somewhere between 60 and 80 degrees is a terrific motivating factor to get up and and come out to the game. And so we really wanted to draw upon those visitors that would be really motivated to come to Southern Arizona because we want people to come here, spend money here, give back here. And that's, uh, that's important to us. Well, as someone came uh, who came from Ohio a few years ago, uh, I can agree that uh, this is a great place to be on December 31st of any year. (laughs) Yes. Well, well done. I would imagine some of the same holds true for those mountain West teams as well. Um, yeah. So you've you've over uh, you've been working through this uh, with with the, the pandemic last year. Obviously, was a, a a different year. But it seems, and, and maybe this is just me being more aware, but it seems like the the bowl has gotten more involved with like local sports, and and I've seen more recognition of like high school sports and things. Is that is that something that's ongoing, or is that new? You know, in 2019, we started getting involved in that way. We actually had um, a seven-on-seven tournament for high school football players and football teams. Um, and then, you know, of course, the pandemic happened. And, you know, as, as people, true fans of football, I mean, the, the bowl game wanted to help support local athletes, local high schools with their football programs. And most of them were shut down during, you know, 2020 and, um, didn't get an opportunity to play. And those seniors, you know, who were stuck in 2020, who had football aspirations, whether it was to finish their senior year as a varsity player or try to get recruited into a, you know, into a collegiate football landscape, it was heartbreaking for those kids. And so in 2021, with the help of the uh, city of Tucson and some really great local, sponsors, we put on um, the Southern Arizona All-Star game for high school seniors who didn't get a a chance to play, whose families and parents and grandparents didn't get a chance to watch them play their senior year. And so we brought about um, 100 high school seniors uh, out to play an All-Star game, and we gave them all great new new, uniforms and equipment. And then we also did that for the high school seniors spirit squad members, you know, those, those, um, um, men and women on the spirit squad and cheer teams, they got their season, you know, lost as well. And so we had a really great event that happened, um, in, in June, early June of this year. And, uh, we were very, very proud of, to be able to put that on and, and be a big part of that. I think we, we, you know, we, we get the sense of bowl games and, you know, I, I watch them every year, but you see it as a, as a, as a one day, three or four hour events with some parties before or after, but this is really a, an ongoing year round effort that, that impacts our community. Yes. I mean, I'm looking at my calendar right now and I think I have about 20 events 
between now and um, uh, midnight on New Year's Eve that we are a part of. And uh, so, you know, there's a lot of things happening behind the scenes, some private parties for players and VIP parties for coaches and uh, university presidents and pep rallies and, you know, tailgates in the game. And we're doing our uh, New Year's Eve downtown bowl bash again this year, which is going to be incredibly exciting. Um, we've got our kickoff luncheon coming up on, c- coming up here in a couple of weeks. So we keep busy all year long in preparation um, for for you know the bowl game and especially this time of year, which is our busy season. Um, but we're very excited. And with the addition of Barstool, there's going to be even a few more events that will be taking place, which is a, tri- a tri- another terrific driver for tourism here in Southern Arizona. We will be back to finish up with the second half of our interview with Kim Adair, the executive director for the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. But I want to remind you that you're listening to Downtown Radio on 99.1 FM and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. VK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. We'll finish up here with Kim Adair, the executive director for the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. And uh, in this segment, we talk a little bit more specifically in the game. Uh, you know, like I was curious, how do, how do you end up with a, a sponsor uh, of a bowl game? What that process is like? Things that we can expect in the festivities that you talked about. Um, another exciting time on New Year's Eve in downtown Tucson. How does how does a, a bowl game and a sponsor, how do they come together? What do, Does someone approach the other person or is there like some bowl broker out there like connecting people? How does that come to be? There is actually, there are actually a few bull brokers out there. I was totally and, uh, making that up. I had no, no, idea. <laughs> no, there are companies that find title sponsors for certain events. And, um, and we had one that we were working with. Um, we had, we happened to be on a phone conversation with them and, um, I started talking about this really incredible thing I was watching, you know, going on in real time which is um, Barstool Sports stepped up to underwrite completely a golf tournament for the for women's college golf teams who had their seasons unexpectedly cut short um, because of some some bad weather. So they were in the NCAA Women's College Golf Championships uh, regional playoffs, and they got their gate their match canceled. And these women were completely upset and frustrated that they, you know, didn't get a chance to play. And I watched Barstool step in and within seven days, they had a whole new tournament set up for these women that was completely underwritten. And it was something that a company didn't need to do. You know, it was some, it was just, it was the right thing to do. And that's why they did it. And um, it was very exciting to see. And so I happened to mention this to our consultant and they said, would you like to talk to Barstool about potentially title sponsorship. And I said, you know, I think I would. I think, you know, based off of the things I'm seeing and things I know about Barstool, I would love to talk to them. And then, you know, here we are wow. a few months later. That's pretty incredible that, that all that comes together like that. Cause I'm assuming you've got, you've got a board of directors, they've got to go through and vet everything and 
and do all that process too. So that's that was quite a bit of uh, activity in a short period of time. Yeah, there's about 10 people that need to sign off on the title sponsorship. So between us and the conferences and the NCAA and our board, and you know, there's a there are a lot of people that um, that you need to get you know get on board. And luckily, we were able to do that, and uh, everybody's real excited about the type of value that Barstool brings to this partnership. You know, that most people don't understand if you're older like I am, Tom, and I think you and I are in similar ages. Um, uh, people, many people our age don't know who Barstool Sports are, but if you ask our kids um, or, you know, college students or even people in their early thirties, they are big fans of Barstool Sports. In fact, they're the third largest sports media company in the country, only behind ESPN and Warner. So, um, they they're huge in this marketplace and we're very excited to be able to partner with them and, um, and add visibility for the Arizona bowl across the country. And, and that changes the the broadcasting of it, doesn't it? Because they're, they're a, a media outlet as well. So, yeah, so we were actually in a very unique situation this year, which is we had both our title sponsorship available and our broadcast partner in partnership. And we were negotiating with the names that you would expect to be talking to about broadcast partnerships. And when we started talking to Barstool about the title sponsorship, they also expressed interest in the broadcast partnership. And Tom, you may remember, and your listeners may remember that we were actually the first game to start to ever be, um, on a streaming service our first few years. And then mm-hmm. we switched over to, to traditional um, broadcast and linear television. Um, but, you know, so we were open to that type of dynamic. We believed a long time ago that people were going to be watching most of their content through digital applications. And here we are, you know, six, seven years later, that's absolutely the case. And so we were open to talking to Barstool about not only being the title sponsor, but also um, being our broadcast partner. And, and with that comes all of the fun energy ideas, you know, craziness that comes with uh, being a part of Barstool and all of the new things that we're able to do in the broadcast of the game and the stadium during the game, all of these, cause you know, there aren't any, um, you know, there's a lot of yeses that we're able to say now than, than we used to be able to say. And that's really exciting for us. It's going to be so much more fun for the fans and so much more fun for the viewers to watch our game. That's awesome. And, yeah. I, and I know like December, you know, as you get towards that new year's date, the, the real estate for uh, television to have a bowl game gets tighter and tighter. So that I'm assuming this gives you a little bit more control over when the game airs and, and, and when it, pl- and when it kicks off and all of that. Absolutely. As you, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, you know, we make all of our decisions through the lens of how do we get more money for charity? And if we are being broadcast and played, um, you know, on a Tuesday night at eight or 9 PM, because that's the best time for our broadcaster, we're not going to get many people to buy tickets to that game or many sponsors to sponsor that game. And it's really through those um, through those ticket sales and beer sales and sponsorship sales that we are able to give money back to charity. And so it was important for us to have control over our date and time of game. And, um, and with CBS sports network in the past, they gave that to us. And now with Barstool sports, we also have that as well. And we want to make this a new year's Eve tradition and Barstool's on board with that hundred percent. And we're very excited. You know, we will be an opening game really to the CFP semifinal games that will happen a little later than ours. And, um, and we're really excited to be in that very 
um, important broadcast slot. And how, how long does a sponsor sign up for? I'm assuming this is a multi-year commitment. Yeah, it's a multi-year commitment. That's about as much as I can say. But the okay. Barstool, yeah, Barstool will be around for a while. Excellent. And then you mentioned, you kind of touched upon this, but the, the bowl game, obviously it's going to bring people to Tucson that are, are new, and uh, we've seen that in the past um, with, with the bowl game. And then you're going to bring them all downtown for a New Year's party? Yeah, so we're going to have the tailgate, um, you know, on, on the mall and the university, and then uh, we'll have our big game. We'll kick off at noon this year. And then after that, we will all meet downtown in Tucson's Times Square is what we call it, off of Tool and Fifth, right around Hotel Congress, for our New Year's Eve downtown bull bash. We'll have live entertainment, bars, food, food trucks. Um, we've got 80s and gentlemen booked to play that night to take us all the way into midnight. We'll have the giant taco that gets uh, dropped into a giant hand at midnight, and then we'll cap it off with fireworks off the rooftop of Hotel Congress. And it's going to be awesome. We had about 10,000 people in 2019 down there, and we expect at least that, at least to double that, I think, this year. I think people are really going to be excited to celebrate New Year's this year, given the, 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 the tough times we've had over the last couple of years. So um, we're very excited. It's going to be a party no one wants to miss. So let me ask you a question. Uh, it, uh, 1201 January 1st is... Does Kim get a few minutes off, or or when when does it start up again for the next year? Oh, it starts uh, it starts at twelve oh one. I no, mean, no rest for the weary. Know, yeah, we'll be cleaning up. I usually check my steps for the day. Last in twenty nineteen, um, I looked at twelve thirty a.m. How many steps I had walked that day, and I was over twenty eight thousand. Wow, I think, that, I think that's a marathon or something. Yeah, it felt like a marathon, Tom. <laughs> so obviously, people—the the way people can help—they can show up to the events, they can get tickets to the game, they can watch, they can you know, uh, share it on their social media. But I, I was on your website and I saw you also have volunteer opportunities. Are you still looking for volunteers? What, what, what? If so, what do they do? Yeah, so we are always looking for volunteers to help us at our tailgate, at the game, and at the bull bash. We need people to help us. You know, we're a small little mighty staff that can only do what we do because we have a great volunteer army of people. And um, and so if, if anyone's interested in helping or volunteering for any of those events, they can sign up on our website for sure. All right. Well, we'll make sure we link to that when we uh, we air this um, air this uh, episode. And any any last words? What What are some words of wisdom, things that I should have asked that I didn't? No, oh, you did a pretty good job. You know, um, I just want to uh, reiterate how exciting we excited we are for this year's game and moving forward. Um, you know, this is this game is something that's really important to this community. It shows, you know, everyone across the country that Tucson's on the map and that we've got a lot of special things happening here. And, you know, we are a small nonprofit organization that gives 100% of our net, net proceeds to charity, which means we need the support of the entire community to continue to keep this game um, healthy and sustainable. So buy a ticket, help us sponsor, um, put some good words out on social media, whatever your listeners can do to help support the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl, we will uh, gladly take that support. Uh, Kim Adair, Executive Director of the Barstool uh, Sports Arizona Bowl. Uh, I know you are busy with 20 upcoming events in the next 90 days, so if, <laughs> I appreciate your time, and I look forward to uh, 
seeing you at uh, the game and uh, downtown with the talk. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks, Tom. All right. Thank you. That was Kim Adair. She's the executive director of the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. Had a nice conversation about the impact of that event here in our community. And um, what is that, six years now, 2015? Going going strong. One of those events that I encourage you to, to explore a little bit if you're looking for volunteer opportunities because these things are impactful in our community, like many of the other, other stories that we cover, and so many of them are predominantly run by volunteers. So we'll link to the Arizona Bowl on our Facebook page. Maybe check out the volunteer opportunities and uh, look forward to the Mountain West and MAC conferences getting together here in Tucson, Arizona in December. My name is Tom Heath. You are listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio 99.1 FM and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. VK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. And while you're over there on downtownradio.org getting your swag on, check out some of the DJ's uh, shows. As you know, we say this many times. It's an all-volunteer station. Our DJs just love what they do. They're super knowledgeable and want to share that knowledge and their love with our audience. I have learned so much about music in the years I've been on this station encourage you to take a listen gonna be some lineup changes as i understand it so maybe some new cool music coming into a different time slot all of that's available on downtownradio.org want to thank kim adair for spending some time with us i know we're just a few months away from the bowl game and they've got a lot of things heating up down there uh, as they get ready for all of these teams and their fans and coaches and staff to head to Arizona and be cheered on by their fans and ours here in Tucson. If there's a topic you want us to share or uh, cover, hit us up on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you can always uh, just email us contact at life along the streetcar.org. Well, the t- 31st festivities, December 31st, are going to end downtown for many of us uh, with the New Year's Eve taco drop. So we thought in honor of that, we'd leave you with a little music today. It's a cute little song. It's a a single from 2019. The artist is Perry Grip, P-A-R-R-Y-G-R-I-P-P. Perry Grip. It's a single from 2019. It is called Taco Bot 3000. Taco Bot 3000 when you need that artificial taco intelligence to create that perfect taco for you. Have a great week, and I hope you tune in next Sunday for more life along the streetcar. Shell, meat, lettuce, cheese, shell, meat, lettuce,